Go. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Kai. Welcome to the Plant Podcast. We're here doing a special week-long multi-episode series on the Wasteland by T.S. Eliot. We're speed reading your fan mail and answering questions you guys had about the poem. Um, you know, we may be annoying, but we grow on you. Uh, Jenna, why don't you get started and read our first question? All right. So our first fan mail comes from Franklin4867. Hey, guys. So I know that this week has been Wasteland themed, so I was wondering if you guys know what chess meant in part two. So I'll take this question from you. (laughs) Sorry. But chess represents the pawns and queens that are used during this time where people are left in the dark about what is going on unless stranded and scared. So it's like being the king in chess. King is not the most powerful, but he knows the most, and he you need to defeat him in order to win the game. And he knows basically all that is going on and all the strategies that he has. And knowing these strategies, he gets that tunnel vision and starts blocking everyone out and only gives orders and not reasons why that they should follow these orders. And because of that, they are left in the dark and left to rely on really no one but themselves and have to really trust and have faith in their ruler. And that is what chess means in part two. That is a very good question, Franklin4867. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and go into the second fan mail. Or actually, Kai, didn't you want to take this fan mail? Go for it. I don't think you. This is from Dry Eyes 365. Howdy. I see Philomel is referenced in part two of Wasteland. How is she relevant? What was she known for? Oh, I'm so sorry that Howdy got me into my southern accent. And it's pretty hard for me to switch out once I get in. This might just be the rest of the podcast. Jenna, could you answer that question about Philomel? <laughs> of course I can. Okay. Philomel is a minor figure in Greek mythology. And unfortunately, she gets uh, raped and abused by her sister's husband. And her child gets killed by her sister and is fed to her sister's husband, her meal. So she's kind of had a little rough, you know. Just um, a little, yeah. Just, oh my goodness. into a nightingale and extracts her revenge and proceeds to become an artist and muse. This enhances the poem because it means anything could happen and everything was free range, even the most dishonorable thing. You can do anything. It's just, it's, just, it's like the wild, wild west. Ain't no God, no laws. <laughs> All right, Leah, back to you. You can read the next fan mail. All right, yeah. So we have the next fan mail by Rain in Grid 41. I didn't have time to read for my test. Please help me. What's going on between Lil and her husband? Thank you for being so great. Oh, shit. Thank you for sending that in, Rain in Grid. <laughs> I can answer that question for you. All right. So they're on the brink of divorce, and she's losing her mind about what is going on. He went to war, and because of the dramatic experience, um, it caused him to grow different or distant and not let her in on a lot of what's going on. Well, 
so yeah, things aren't great between them. They need to go see a counselor or something. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a very good analysis of that. That was a very good analysis of that. All right. I think we're just going to go ahead and move on. Yeah. Our next question comes from Brokenhearted24. And they said, so Lil seems kind of shady. What did she do with the money for her cheese? So I'll take this question. I theorize that she's... Lil spent her money on more pills to help ease the pain and end her suffering for good. Like it is said throughout the rest of the middle, through the rest of the text, hurry up, it's time, is her way of saying the clock is ticking till the end of her time on this miserable world. Which unfortunately leads her to saying goodnight to all the people that she's ever cared for and loved and Unfortunately, it sounds like that that's where her life was last lived and that that was the end. And that's what she spent the money on was to get pills, unfortunately, to overdose. And yeah, it's very grim. And we are going to keep this PG. Yeah, we got to keep this PG for all the minors out there. All right. I'll read this next one for him. Bell Bell Stan. All right, all right. They say, I'm a huge fan. Love y'all so much. Although I'd add a rather interesting question for you guys. How does part two represent love and sexuality in The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and answer this one, and I might have a southern accent, too. I think it's catching on. <laughs> it's very contagious, ain't it? <laughs> sure is. All right, so it represents uh, love and sexuality because you get married to have children, and you're expected to look beautiful and happy for your husband so that they have a good time when they come home from work. If you grow obsolete, there are multiple ways that you can get rid of you and replace you. Cool. So you can get replaced as a wife. Yeah. So it's it's very much. This is just how he represents it. You know. Yeah. He's like it's all the marriage is all about having sex, and if you're not young and pretty anymore, they're just gonna divorce you and go marry someone else. Mm-hmm. It's what happens in the wasteland, children, and unfortunately, it does happen in real life, but not as often as you would think. So yeah, is there any other comments, questions that you guys would like to add before we wrap this beautiful part two up? No, I think that's all. See y'all next time in part three of our series on the wasteland oh. by T.S. Elliot. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Have, have a beautiful day. Thanks,